Hi, I'm Chris Brodenin, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hello, and welcome to another episode of JLA's Inside Out podcast. I'm your host, Mia Wells, along with Marshall Weeks. Today we have a very special guest with us, someone whose dedication in making a difference in the lives of homeless children and families. Please join me in welcoming Cameron Turner, Executive Director. How are you doing today, Cameron? Great, Marcia. It's great to speak with you. I'm glad to be here. Yes, you're coming to us today from the Atlanta Children's Shelter. Um we love that you have decided to talk to us today about what you guys are doing, what you have planned, some mission statements. Um, for those of our audience that don't know what the Atlanta Children's Shelter is, can you give us an overview? Absolutely. The Atlanta Children's Shelter um, has been around for 37 years, and um, our mission is to break the cycle of poverty for families facing homelessness. Um, We do this by building pathways to long-term self-sufficiency, by providing early childhood education, and other support services for our parents. That's great. So I took a look at some of the um, services you guys were having, and I noticed that you have an early childhood, some early childhood education services. For How does that tie into the mission of what you guys are trying to accomplish in the Atlanta community? Well, there is, um, we have a focus on the full family um, at the Atlanta Children's Shelter. And so while children is in our names, we're also um, doing a lot of work with our family. But on that childhood education side, um, we have classrooms at our facility that we can serve kids from six weeks old to six years old, uh, all the way up through kindergarten. And these are uh, specialized classrooms. We are an accredited uh, childcare facility um, and also uh, NACI accredited as well. And so we have a specialized curriculum that we use in each classroom because what we know is that um, most homeless children are about 3,000 words behind a child raised in a traditional home. And so if we are able to help uh, curb that um, and really kind of get them up to speed, right, we want to make sure that they are prepared for that mainstream uh, schooling when they go to public school after leaving our care. I think the most important thing is we serve the whole child. So while there is a huge focus on Uh, the education part, making sure that they're up to speed on their reading, uh, their numbers, their colors, their science, their math, all the good stuff. We really holistically focus on the child. So we have music therapy for them. We have speech therapy. We have play therapy. We have um, a behavioral therapist on staff that helps assess the trauma levels of each child. And then, um, and then works a case plan for not only the parent, but the teachers as well, right? And mm-hmm. I think a great example of this is we had um, a mom in in our care and her child, she had one son, and she thought that there were significant behavioral issues. Um, she 
was um, a bit hard on herself, right? To be expected of, of mm -hmm. what, what did I do wrong? What's going on here? But as soon as that behavioral therapist Mar started meeting with um, this little guy on a regular basis, every single week, we were able to assess that, hey, he didn't have behavioral issues. He actually um, was presenting to be on the autism scale. And so this Ooh. really opened the door for more services for that mom and really help him to be the best little guy that he can be. So That's amazing. Yeah. I just, I love that about um, that development or uh, learning specific areas about kids that maybe that'll just open up a whole new world for them. Now- yeah. I know the holidays are coming up. So what initiatives does your your organization have or programs have to kind of bring the families together during the holiday season? Yeah, um, we. I'm so glad you asked that. Our largest event of the year happens in December. Um, and so it's called Holiday House. And each year we um, create a winter wonderland of fun and excitement for our parents and other parents and families in the community as well. So they might be former clients of ours. They might be friends of families that have been with us. Um, and so each December, we serve about 300 families. They're able to come into the winter wonderland and shop for toys um, and really get loved on so that that's, they can make sure that their kids have a really great um, holiday and that, um, that we can kind of take that burden off their plate. So um, as we look for people to get engaged with us, I think there's uh, several different ways that um, junior leaguers can come alongside this effort. Uh, we're looking for toy donations, gift card donations, um, uh, gift wrap donations, stockings, like for people, a, a great group project for um, a, a a group of leaguers or somebody's civic group or church mm -hmm. or company is you can build stockings for us to give out so that they have a stocking hanging on um, for the holiday season as well. So there's just a lot of fun ways that the community can get involved with this um, uh, besides giving money. Like there's some great sponsorship opportunities available, but um, it's a, an important time of year that where we serve about 300 families really to kind of bless them during the holiday season. Now, for an audience that don't, doesn't know, the uh, Atlanta Children's Shelter was actually founded by the Junior League of Atlanta. Um, how are some of the programs that you guys have in the Junior League, how are we continuing to grow that relationship in the Atlanta community? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, Yes, the Junior League and North Avenue Prez helped to found um, the shelter back in 1986. And so we still are at that same location today. And so if anybody wants to come visit and see our programs in action, we would love to have um, anybody come down and take a tour. But really, we have stayed aligned with the Junior League because um, we do a lot of what the mission work that the league is really all about, right? Lifting up women, lifting up families, um, focusing on literacy and education, helping um, end general uh, generational poverty for families. And so 
really our, our mission and vision is still so well aligned with the junior league. Uh, but the league really does a lot of different types of work with us throughout the year. There's the wonderful monetary support that we get a grant like other community partners do. Um, because the league is a founder, there's always um, a board seat that a, um, a board member from the league serves on our board. And then hmm. we have volunteer opportunities that league members come out and help us. Anything from um, hanging out in the classroom, being a teacher's assistant, to organizing donation clauses, helping with playground cleanup. So there's just a lot of different ways that league members can be involved with us. That's amazing. So not just the junior league, anybody could just come and just be involved in what the impact that this organization is going to ha have for the holidays, correct? Yeah, 100%. That's fantastic. And they can just go on the website and just there should be a, like a volunteer. I'm on here now. Just volunteer now. Just get more information or just send an email. Right. So um, I just for anybody who's into the podcast, our website is www.acsatl.org. And so all of our information is there. Um, you can learn about our volunteer opportunities. You can learn about Holiday House and engagement there and um, yeah, we'd like more people to know about us and um, come alongside us and support us in the work. Now, during the holiday season, do you see an increase in volunteer participation or contributions? We do, and we're so thankful for it. <laughs> so um, we are grateful that the, the community comes out in full force during the holiday season. Now, I know you say you're a full family. Um, even though it's Atlanta Children's Shelter, okay. how are we getting the adults of these children involved uh, to make sure they're more well-rounded, just like the kids? So while we um, are working with the kids on the early childhood education side, um, we also have our family services program where we are walking alongside our parents. Um, and we know that the to major, not all the barriers, there's lots of barriers to self-sufficiency, but um, two, two of the major ones are childhood, child care, right? And right. that is not cheap these days, especially in Atlanta. So when check that off their list, we've, we've taken care of their kids for them. The second largest barrier is um, housing, right? And we know right. that Atlanta is um, very short on affordable housing. We've got a lot of smart people mm -hmm. working on that right now in the city um, and across the metro area. But for our families, if they are not employed, how can we help them find a job? We have um, job partners. And so this is another way we utilize our volunteers. If you work for a major company or organization that's willing to, to even just interview um, or have spaces open where um, we can be an employment partner with you. We'd love to have that conversation. Um, if we are helping a parent find a job, then um, we're also helping them with different workshops. Um, so our friends in the banking industry have come out and done financial literacy courses. We've got different um, groups that come out and how do you get ready for an interview? How do you respond in an interview? How do you build your resume? How are you dressing for that interview? Um, and so there's just a lot of support services that go alongside that. Um, 
We have housing um, services to where we have different affordable housing partners that we work with um, based on openings to try to get our parents out of the shelter that they're in. Some, mm -hmm. Not everybody's in a shelter, but um, a, a majority are. But the ones that aren't in shelters might be living out of a car. They might be couch surfing a bit. So okay. we really are working to try to help them find housing, an apartment or a home to live in. But just like we do with the kids, we are providing those full wraparound services for our parents as well. And so we have a mental um, health component to our work with our parents to where they meet, they have access to a counselor um, once, a, a, really as much as they want throughout the month, but at least once a week, right? And they mm -hmm. meet with her and they really learn more about, because if we're assessing the child's trauma. There's just as much trauma and um, and things happening with the parents as well, right? So they have mm -hmm. full access to mental health services with us. Um, and then if we need to refer out to any external partners, we, we do that as well. Um, so really we're working both on the parent side and the child side to support the whole family and really get them to self-sufficiency and, and out of the cycle of homelessness and generational poverty. That's amazing. I'm glad you're focusing on, um, especially during the holidays now, uh, the the mental health component, because you know that, that seasonal depression does sink in for whatever reason. And it's not necessarily just kids, it's adults too. Um, question about that though, like, uh, well, not question, but like, how are you um, in the community and with these key programs and initiatives? How are you doing outreach just to make people aware of these types of programs? So we, um, the shelter community in Atlanta is, is somewhat vast. So uh, like Atlanta Mission is a great partner of the Junior League as well. Um, places like Gateway, Our House, Solomon's Temple, Covenant House. We're all in this this homeless arena together, so we're we're constantly making referrals, right? Do you have mm -hmm. space here? Do you have room in your kindergarten classroom? Like, so there's a lot of referral based work happening, but also when people, a lot of people just Google us, so families don't have they don't know where to go, and they search shelters in the city. Their their our name comes up, and they're calling us. So. Um, I would say a majority of the ways that we get uh, families into our care is is through referrals from other homeless agencies. Okay, so it's like a network of net base, but we just all help each other in the community yeah. to make sure these families are placed where they need to be. Hundred percent, right? Like, there's no one shelter that is necessarily a one-stop shop for everything, right? And nor Got nor it. do they need to be. Um, there's so many different nonprofit organizations that's doing work in this arena that um, are doing great things, right? So mm -hmm. like we partner with Our House is another nonprofit in the area that they're doing very similar work to us, early childhood education, parent work, shelter stuff, but they have a medical component to their work. It's called mm -hmm. Our House Health to where they have nurse practitioners on staff. And so Wow, we have partnered with them to bring a nurse practitioner into our shelter once or twice a week to do checkups with kids and 
to if somebody's ear is hurting, making sure they don't have an ear infection. And so we don't we don't need to necessarily start medical services ourselves. That's where we partner with people that are really good with it already to come in and collaborate together to support these families. Got it. That sounds amazing work. So for the vision for Atlanta Children's Shelter, are there any new projects or expansion in down the pipeline that we should know about? Great question. Um, yes, there is. We, um, our board and our staff has have just started into um, a strategic planning process to plan out what, where are we headed over the next five years? How do we serve more people and how do we do it better? So um, we're excited. We just started that work um, a month or so ago, and we're going to be hopefully releasing our new strategic plan to the community um, in early 2024 at some point in that springtime. Um, but we're really going to create a vision for where we're headed and what we're going to do and how are we going to grow? Because what we do know right now is the need still is high. Um, we know that child care is still super expensive and housing is hard to find. Um, and there's a lot of jobs out there that um, even though our parents are qualified to work them, it's not necessarily a living wage that will help support their family long term. And so mm -hmm. there's just a lot of work to do. So we're excited to build this um, strategic vision for the future of how we can help fit more families. That sounds great. I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> I know. So, so for this organization, like, what do you see in the, like, how do you see the community, like, as it's evolving and changing, what are the, the needs that we need to do as a community to continue this, this vision of the Atlanta Children's Shelter? I think it's important that we as a community come together and do the work together, right? So mm -hmm. I think any organization that ever says we want to be the number one or the leading organization in ending hunger or ending poverty or ending homelessness, right? Like that's not realistic. It really takes a community wrapping its arms around family and people to make significant changes. Now, with that, there's also systematic fit problems that are plaguing Atlanta, right, that keep people in this cycle of generational poverty, which I could just go on and on about, but we won't go down that wormhole. But <laughs> there's just a lot of really good work to do in Atlanta. There's a lot of really great organizations and people and the mayor's office that there's a lot of smart people working on this already that there is hope in this work um to create um more affordable living options for families to um get kids um a stronger education so that they thrive in the future and that they go do great things in their lives right and so it's right. really going to be ex exciting to see how the city comes together and rallies together over the next five to ten years and really creates change long term right okay that sounds like 
something that we all can get on top of and, and we can actually contribute, even if it's just time to just go out and volunteer to do something. So I know that the holiday season is coming around and you have an event that we need to, to get some donations and stuff too. Are there any particular needs or donations that are especially crucial during this time that you guys may need? Yes, there are. Um, so if you go to our website, again, that is acsatl.org. Um, for if people are looking to support Holiday House, specifically that, that toy and gift giveaway, um, the needs right now, we're running short on bicycles. Um, so we would really love some more bikes. Our goal is to give every child um, in each family a bike. And so that's a lot of bikes to collect. We want kids to be out there and active and playing. Um, another really big need outside of Holiday House, if people want to do something right now over the Thanksgiving holidays, before or after the December holidays, is um, we have some Amazon wish lists on our website as well. And we we really need help stocking our classrooms. We are short on baby food right now. Mm -hmm. um, and other classroom supplies. And our teachers and our staff are updating those Amazon lists. So those are live time, really around what are we short on in the classroom? So I can I can guarantee you that those, those will be put to good use as soon as they get in the door at the shelter. So, so yeah, that's the two ways that if somebody wants to get involved now, that's a great way to do it. I love that, especially for the... Uh classrooms the teachers are always needing something from where the antibacteria right. to kleenex you got so, it <laughs> it's always something yeah um well we're coming short on time but is there anything that you think that we should know for like upcoming goals or like milestones that um your organization will want to highlight right now um I think we are looking forward on a personal note of celebrating our 40th anniversary in a few years. Oh. Um, and so that's going to be something that we will be excited to partner with the junior league on as, mm -hmm. as part founders of our shelter. So um, that's going to be a huge milestone in our history. And um, I mean, there's a lot of junior league members that over the last 37 years, whether you're an active member or a sustainer or even a past member, that you spent time with us um, at the shelter. So we are super grateful for that and excited to partner with more junior leaguers in the future. And just to round it up again, what are some specific um, ways for them to get involved um, in the organization before we go? Yep. So the best ways to get involved are to go to acsatl.org. Um, there is a get involved tab. Uh, and then there's, so those are the main areas that you can get involved. It's, we really um, need your funding. Everything costs more these days with inflation. Um, yeah. So classroom supplies, food for our kids is costing more. There's volunteer opportunities like we talked about earlier. There's those Amazon wish lists that sponsor our classrooms to get supplies into the classrooms. So, and then at the very minimum, we'd love for you guys to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media just to keep updated on what we're doing. 
fantastic. Cameron, thank you so much for coming in and, you know, sharing the organization's mission and how we can get involved. I just love what the organization is doing and that it is a great partner to the Atlanta community. Well, thank you so much for having me today. It's been a pleasure talking with you and um, we hope to see the leaguers soon down at the shelter. I hope so. Everybody go down there and go get involved, Atlanta <laughs> Children's Shelter. All right. Thank you, Cameron. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.